You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. No Exit. It's the newest film on Hulu that just premiered. Uh, it's written, or it's actually directed by Damien Power and based on the novel by Taylor Adams and written by Andrew Barr and Gabriel Ferrari and starring Havana Rose Lou as Darby. Uh, I'm going to read the, uh, the IMDb storyline here for a moment because uh, this is not it. Uh, at least the beginning of it. It says, a college student on her way home from visiting with her mother, no, gets stuck with a group of people at a mountain rest stop during a blizzard. Things take a turn for the worse when the young woman discovers a kidnapped child in a car belonging to one of the people inside, putting the group in a terrifying life-or-death situation as they struggle to escape while trying to discover who among them is the kidnapper. Oh, my God. That's the description? Yeah, that's the description. The first part is is not true. (laughs) I think it's just trying to reel you in like, oh, my gosh, this innocent college student. I'm like, well, it's not exactly what happens. And at least the trailer shows us that Darby is actually escaping a, uh, uh, what is it, a rehab facility uh, because she is an addict. And she's actually trying, She just. she's not just visiting her mother, she's trying to get to her mother because her mother is ill. And so she goes to the blizzard, and the rest of it, yes, does happen and takes place. And uh, it's a very taut little thriller. But with me today to discuss No Exit, I have Neil. Hello. And I have Elliot. Hey, hey. And Frank. Hello. And my name is Wright. I don't usually say that, so oh well. Anyway, it's it's an interesting little uh, little thriller. Uh, I kind of now want to read the novel because if it's just this like kind of breakneck breakneck pace as the the film is, I am actually kind of interested to read like a you know just a really you know who who's doing it, who done it kind of little novel here. And uh, and I really liked that the. At first, going into the film with films like this and stories that you think that, oh, we're not going to find out who actually is the kidnapper until the last 20 minutes. The movie and the book, I'm assuming, is this, fuck that. They're just like 20 minutes in, you know exactly who the kill or the kidnappers are. And then it's really about what do you do in the situation still locked, like basically in this area with them, and how do you get out of it? And also, how do you save the little girl that has been kidnapped? It's actually kind of... Uh, not, not bad. I, I kind of like this one, actually. Uh, I would love to hear what you guys think about. So, Frank, what did you think about No Exit? Uh, I didn't really like it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Why would I start with you? <laughs> I, you know, I was like, I was like, oh, was split second. There. I was like, oh, can I go to the last? But uh, no, I think, and it's not that I really didn't like it. First of all, accessing the screener was uh, a pain and a half. 
Um, so, so that's that what's bringing down a couple of stars that, for that, you. That that well, it was a half a star. No, I'm kidding. But uh, <laughs> actually, it was it was, it was a pain in the ass. I do I had to do a docu sign to, to access this movie. So how like, official? But, wow. I know, right? For for this fucking movie. Anyway, but I I I really wasn't crazy about. Um, I think what happens. I really 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 love the the uh, the premise a lot, and the fact that it it it's just gets stripped away so quickly. I think I wanted more time with you know you know just investigating the dynamics between these different characters um before uh something you know major happens in terms of revelations but i think i think not only did it move too fast for me i kept on imagining the way everything here would read on the page and i think man this just felt like i feel like i would have gotten more out of this and from an entertainment level from a suspense level if i had read it instead of watching it that's totally fair that I, I, I will say that the movie made me want to read the book, uh, cause it, I, I did have a good time, but, uh, I, I, uh, I totally get that it does maybe not necessarily rush, but like I said earlier, like breakneck pace, like it does not pause for a single moment just to, you know, like take a break and just like, okay, how are they doing this? But again, it, it made me feel a little bit like, uh, uh, like kind of almost like a siege movie where like green room or something like that. There's like, there's no time for breaks, but like the difference between that, this and that is, well, green room's amazing, but also you have about 30 minutes to really build these characters and you get to know more and more. Whereas Darby, you just get to know like, okay, she's an addict. She's trying to get to her mother and she, that's it. Elliot, what's your take on no exit? Yeah, I'm more on your side, right? I actually really like this. Um, you know, people keep asking where have all of the mid budget, movies gone and you know this is where they are they've gone to streaming and and this is you know as you said a very taut sort of 90 minute thriller not too heady you know anyone can watch this and, and understand and enjoy it and yeah i mean i had a pretty good time it's it's not perfect it didn't you know it's not gonna make my top 10 or probably even 20 of this year but um yeah i mean it was a, it was a good thrilling movie i, I really like it and yeah i think it's also a movie that's really elevated by the acting uh, havana rose lou is mm -hmm. yeah as you say fucking great um um the all-state guy um I'm just gonna, uh, his I'm name is sorry. Dennis Haysbert, but you all know him as the all-state guy he's my tw he's my president okay in 24 it it is what it is it's it's and you know it's based on a book that doesn't surprise me at all um it, it feels very kind of pulpy sort of airport novel mm -hmm. um but yeah i mean i i really had a pretty good time with this one neil you and i were talking a little bit before uh, we got on and you are on the the right side so what, what did you think about no <laughs> that should be your your next podcast no i <laughs> really liked it and it, it is the acting uh, this is kind of Die Hard in a rest stop. I'm not putting it on the same pedestal as Die Hard, but it's kind of this encapsulated space that the uh, our main character is gets the shit beat out of them, but will not give up mm -hmm. to get to the finish line. Um, she might actually get more assaulted than um, than Bruce Willis does in Die Hard. Like, she really perseveres through this. And, you know, it did make me want to read the book because the, the end kind of puts a quick capper on it. I think the book would have given us... There's a bit of a time jump there that you're really curious yeah. how that would have unfolded a little bit more. If I had... The, that would be one thing I kind of want. Like, give me just a couple of minutes in the end 
and then for me the the score was almost the whole character because it was so dominating at times and not in a good way because it was just loud and i think for this it's isolated she's alone you could the wind could be the score at times and it should be it should be scary how blank everything is and how they can't get cell service they can't get out they can't go back she's stuck they're on their own planet in a way. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And the score was, I think, intrusive at times when it should have calmed down. There, we heard the wind a couple of times, when there, and then the character had to say, it's really coming down now. I really enjoyed it. I liked the twists and turns like a snowy mountain road. You don't know where you're going to slide off and go next. And they kept doing that. Um, I do think... Man, that'll be on the poster, that little uh, log line right be. there. <laughs> I'm glad it's on Hulu. I hope they give it more than just front page promo for the first couple of days. I hope they cycle this up because I agree with everyone else. She was gangbusters and I look her up on IMDb. She hasn't done shit yet, yet, but I swore I'm like, she's, oh, she's going to be coming in with a lot of work. She shows so much range and is very credible of this super flawed character who gets through all this shit. Um, nope, nope, she doesn't have that, but I certainly hope she gets a lot more out of this. Yeah, I can see a lot of people come, well, at least her, and I'm actually looking forward to seeing what, um, uh, what's his face, Damien Power, the director, what he does after this, because this is his second feature, and it's, it's pretty damn good for a second feature, and, like, how it looks, how it's directed, how, um... It, it turns the whole idea again of like, you know, are we going to find out who the kidnapper is at the very uh, end? But no, we just like know right out of the gates, basically. And what I do appreciate is that he kept up that there are still some mysteries uh, and revelations, as Frank said, that you find out uh, a little bit towards the end of the film. And it really I did not see that coming at all. And uh, with one of the the other characters, I was like, holy shit, this is, this is getting fucking real. And uh, I was a little uh, worried for the main character because it felt like it's like they are not like pulling any punches with this. I think like people can seriously get killed and uh, with these characters. And I, I liked that. It kept me on my toes. And uh, I mean, I, I would definitely agree that the the music, it it really felt like uh if we if we had someone like Carter Burwell, uh, the the guy who does normally the the Coen Brothers stuff, and it was like something like No Country for Old Men, where it's just like slow, like using more of the atmosphere itself to make some of the music and just build that tension up even further, rather than have like bah, 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 and like okay, it felt a little Cape Fear-y every now and then. Uh, yeah, yeah. Cape Fear has a score. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's like, okay, I get it. He's, uh, we already know he's the bad guy. I was like, there's, I don't know what else you're trying to telegraph here. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, man, I'm trying to think of like what else we could, I mean, it's, it's such a, a s- small little movie. And I really like the, the idea of this being as a play. Uh, like, I would love to see this put on stage. That would be really yeah. fun and interesting. Let's let's go into the final thoughts. How about Frank? Uh, you lead the way with your bullshit opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hate this. I just really didn't like it as much as I could have. I just I even though I just said there, there was no fat trip fat to trim on this. Um, 
from a story perspective, I really do think that a more relaxed pace would have been better. Um, it would have been more excruciating as an audience member, which, but the kind of excruciating I love when I'm watching this kind of a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel that everything just read would would have played out stronger in in novel form only because we would have it would have been drawn out in a way that wouldn't have been boring wouldn't have overstayed its welcome but would have allowed us to just you know revel and marinate in every in all the tension and all the suspense that was going on and um here i don't think we did um as much as we could have i really do like uh as in terms of themes i really like seeing uh protagonists who when we encounter them they are already in such a dark place and then they have to travel to an even darker place yeah. in order to get out of that initial dark place that, they, that they're in. And this is a really great example of that. I think this is a really great protagonist who's flawed, um, you know, and human and real um, and believable all the way through. And uh, I love the I love her instinct. I love her inherent, you know, good nature. I love that sense of atonement that she's that she's carrying with her through everything she does in a way um she's always trying to redeem herself from what she what she who she was in the past um and i love that that's all wrapped up in this um you know suspense thriller it's 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 really great so um yeah i guess i gotta give this i guess maybe a seven out of it ten. sounds like you liked it a lot now I, 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 <laughs> he well, talked I, himself into him let him keep going well let no I, I well seven uh, well fine i'll just give it lower then because no, wait, you know, that's wait. like <laughs> no because i i i didn't i didn't hate it but i didn't like it like it do you know what i mean like i, I you know it's just like it was uh sure you know it, it, it could have been a lot better for my money um but a lot of it worked, so I got yeah. I'm gonna give it six and a half out of ten. <laughs> ten uh, rest areas. Uh, I I never stop at because you know I don't stop at a rest area. Those things are just no. I'll I'll wait to the next Seven Eleven or the Bucky's or whatever. Yeah, I I've seen there. rest areas in movies before. I'm just like I know how this plays I, out. I'm not doing nope, this fucking thing. Not doing that. I don't want to do a hateful eight in like you know Kerrville, Texas. Uh, <laughs> Neil, uh, how about you? I really enjoyed it. Um, I hope we see more out of her. Um, I, yeah, as Frank said, the the flawed hero—not a flawed, reluctant hero—the flawed hero that doesn't hesitate. Of they just don't know what to do, but they're mm-hmm. trying to do something. Not the you should go out there and stop the bad people. I can't do it. I swore. No, none of that. She's going right into it. Um, she just doesn't know exactly what to do. She's in a weird situation, and she's not put in these situations. Um, the director, I think, did a really good job with it. Uh, maybe just turn the, the volume down and chill out on your score a bit. Sometimes silence is everything, especially, like, the wind blowing and the wood creaking would have been that, I think, that slow burn or that the building of the snowdrift outside the walls of trapping them in mm-hmm. would have been achieved a little bit better instead of the uh, music going to tell you when to feel something, which it's guilty of a couple of times in here. Um, I'm going to give it eight and a half out of ten. I was going to use nails guns, but that's already been talked about so much. Um, screwdrivers, because Doctor Who and this movie teach us that you always should have one handy they are universally 
life sentence. That's right. That is right. <laughs> uh, Elliot, what are your final thoughts? Yeah, pretty much the same as everything that's been said. This is a, a nice little thriller, you know. <clears throat> it's about an hour and a half. Um, I think one of the worst things about it is probably the dialogue, which is made up for with some really great acting from this cast. Um, I think this would have been a lot worse without this cast, uh, especially Havana Rose Lou, who I really expect to go on to bigger and better things. Um, but also uh, Dale Dickey um, uh, is giving a great performance as well. Um, yeah, uh, I, I agree that the uh, the score is a little overutilized at times. Uh, they should have pulled back on that. This is sort of a... I got a lot of The Thing vibes from this, and they could have... I wish they'd taken a note from uh, the score from that movie. But, um, yeah, I mean, I've already, I actually already recommended this to my dad earlier. Uh, I think this is very much a, a dad's kind of movie. Um... But yeah, I might check out the book. Um, I, I really, yeah, there's, there's uh, you know, it's it's pretty violent. So if violence is not your thing, probably gonna want to skip this one. But if you like a good thriller, yeah, um, give this one a shot. I'm gonna give this eight and a half out of ten. Borderline offensive uses of bags of cocaine. <laughs> uh. So I I did enjoy this quite a bit um as much as uh, Frank I'm a, I guess so now uh, no I don't think you I don't think we, don't but, think we enjoyed it on the same level I, <laughs> but um I think one of the things that we were you were talking about Neil I wish that they did a little bit more show rather than tell because the the biggest thing that they do with uh, getting them all there at the rest stop in the first place at least with Havana or Darby. Um, is that the cop pulls her over and says, hey, you can't go up this way. You just got to go and you got to stay at this rest stop. I'm like, okay. But we don't, yeah, what you're saying, Ellie, we don't see like the snow starting to build up. Like they can't, it, they can leave, it looks like, uh, where, but they just stay there because like, oh, it's really coming down. Like it doesn't feel like that the outside is that much of a threat, which I wish that they did that a little bit more. And that could have probably helped out like your criticisms too, Frank, where I agree. it would have, yeah. it would have, um, you know, extended it a little bit more, but also know that it's not only the physical threat inside, but also the looming threat outside just to mm -hmm. build this like even more tension. Cause other than just like, well, we could just kill these guys. <laughs> so anyway, um, here's the premise go. And okay, well, <laughs> but, uh, I, I did enjoy it quite a bit. And, um, I, I thought it was a, a good little taut thriller that's, you know, uh, going into spring with March. So, uh, check this out. Yeah, it is kind of violent here and there. The The score is a little overbearing, but hey, I'm looking forward to seeing what Havana Rose Lou does after this for sure and seeing what Damien Power does after this as well. So I'm going to give this 8 out of 10 games of bullshit I definitely played every goddamn morning before yes. school. <laughs> and you know what? Egyptian Rat oh. Screw, War. Oh, my God, Egyptian Rat Screw. Yeah, yes. guys, let's stop this podcast right now and play a game. <laughs> 